0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Brew Jackets. I'm, As always, I'm your host, Lance, and with me, as usual, is Kevin, um, helping me host the podcast tonight. So, we have a lot to get to talk about tonight, so I want to start pretty much pretty quickly. Um, You know, just the nature of how it goes. I mean, a lot of things, you think like a a few weeks where they have no games, there isn't as much to talk about, but there sure is, because... It's a break for the players, but not necessarily a break for uh, everyone else. All right. But, so let's, let's start it off real quick. We talked about trades last time. We'll, we might get to that a tiny bit later as well. But we'll go ahead and start off with uh, a little bit about the All-Stars. What did you think, Kev, about the All-Star? No. The enti- Just basically the whole thing in one
1: Okay, so... Opinion mostly bad um there were because before at least before this year like when they did a thing a skills competition they did the thing and they finished it up and then right. they, they didn't jump back and forth and all this stuff but I get it though they probably did this stuff like a couple days before that and it's like well if you do it you got to get it done you got to do it don't waste all that time and effort just to not do it so I get it Um, But the the golfing thing, that was cool. You know, Johnny Gaudreau did pretty good at that. Um, Accuracy, that was pretty cool. And, you know, know, just in general, it was like the actual skills competition itself, when they did it was good, as it's always been like that. It's just kind of goofy just how they did it. And um, Johnny Gaudreau gets a hat trick.
0: Let's go. That was sick, too. Yeah. yeah,
1: So Johnny Gaudreau becomes the second player in Blue Jackets history to get a hat trick. (laughs) In the All-Star game, he joins Rick Nash.
0: Hell yeah. And that day, I think, was it Dylan Larkin who got one as well?
1: He did. He did. So good for Johnny Gaudreau. And, you know, from a, I guess from a social media standpoint, it was fun to see the Blue Jackets coverage and how they covered it with Johnny Gaudreau. And even just seeing some of Johnny Gaudreau's family and friends on their own personal social media, seeing how they saw it from their eyes and hanging out with Johnny and just how it really meant that so much special to him. So, and it was just great to see, you know, yeah, and,
0: I saw Johnny Goodrow's like whole family was there like brothers, right. sisters, nieces, nephews, baby parents, everyone that looked like. So that was pretty cool. Pretty cool. that They were able to like get in for that and, and whatnot. And, you know, definitely a, a stark difference from the, uh, A few seasons ago, when like nobody was gonna be anywhere, did they even have an all stars that year? I don't even remember. So, oh, that would have been before the the lockdowns, anyway. So,
1: yeah, so that year it was in St. Louis, and uh, Zach Worrensky was the guy who represented the Blue Jack.
0: Oh, yeah, yep,
1: and see. There was supposed to be a game on my birthday that year. They were supposed to play the Penguins, and like my grandma and grandpa took me out to lunch that day, and I was and I went grocery shopping, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool!" I went to great lunch with my grandma and grandpa. I went to the grocery store, got some stuff, and the Blue Jackets are going to play the Penguins on my birthday. It's all going to be great. And then now lockdown. Yep.
0: Dude, I had I literally had tickets for the same game for the same reason for my birthday. Cause for those of you, um, you know, those listeners or viewers out there, uh, me and Kevin have the same birthday, which is kind March
1: twelfth, of- baby. Yeah. Let's
0: go! What a what a random thing! Too. I mean, I've met people with my birthday before, but not ones who I was podcasting with. And didn't know. know it until afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I, I agree with the, pretty much your opinion with the all stars. I was really put off by like the how they, they they put the events in like a weird order. I just want to see one start and it finish. You know, it's just. And because then a couple of them were pre-recorded from like yeah. earlier that day or the day before, like you said, and um, that was fine. Just like do those in a slot, you know, give the players on the ice a break while you do those. It's just back and forth. And then like the, like the the like the, the breakaway challenge was also kind of confusing to me, just yeah. personally, because they spread them out through the whole thing. The best part for me personally was, uh, besides Johnny Joe's hat trick, wow. was uh, Sergei Ovechkin. Yeah. That was absolutely adorable. Oh, yeah. love seeing it. Um, way she goes. So yeah. let's, uh, let's like zoom through a couple more of these real quick. Well, uh, you know, I'm sure, he I mean, probably doesn't listen. But in any case, I want to wish uh, good old uh, Jody Shelley a yeah. happy birthday. You know, at uh, what? Shelley Hawk on Twitter.
1: Yeah, one
0: of the. you Wish him a happy birthday.
1: One of the, the great TV voices for the Blue Jackets. He makes it fun mm-hmm. watching games.
0: Absolutely, I shared a fight of his on my Twitter page today. So uh, go check me out at Happy Duck on Twitter. I, greatest great fight of
1: all time.
0: <laughs> um, so speaking of my Twitter as well. So the, uh, on to the next thing. If you guys did not happen to see on the Blue Jackets uh, social media on Twitter and Facebook for sure. Um, I'm not sure about the other social medias. I'm, I think they have an Instagram post and some other stuff too. But uh, for for me personally, I use Twitter a lot more. So. Yeah, they made a post where you had a Valentine's Day card maker, which was yeah. really cool. Um, so like a few weeks ago in January, they got a hold of me because I've done some artwork for them in the past, and they asked if I could do like these little like sticker-looking things, right? Uh, if you saw the Valentine's Day card maker, that's what they were. My two were the um the the red heart with the kepi on it, and the kind of more pinker pink heart with the uh, with the um hockey stick kind of like going through it like an arrow like you would normally see an arrow with like the, the banner that says cbj um so it was really really awesome to see like dude like it's just it was mind-blowing to me like because like people are still posting them like i'll just be scrolling through twitter and then all of a sudden i'll be like oh i made that yep. i made that yeah i made that like i kept on like searching twitter for like you know, hashtag cbj seeing what like seeing if like people were posting them that day it just oh, stokes me out you know yeah, Uh be was- on the lookout for some more of my art here this um this year yet, hopefully, I will be, yeah. you know, definitely be mentioning more about it on Twitter and social medias when, and when that happens.
1: So. Dude, and like I mean, you know this because I, I texted you right when it happened. Like, yeah. Right and it was like, oh, my God, it's so fucking cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was in a meeting at the time, and I totally, like, like I was on a Zoom meeting. And so, like, like on my other screen here, I have, like, three screens, right? Yeah. I, like, I went to Twitter real quick and, like, looked it up and was going through and liking all of them and shit. It was totally i out mean of the, out of the meeting i mean <laughs>
1: people go check it out i mean the i mean the Kepi on the heart is my favorite one. <laughs> it's so good the keppy in the heart is beautifully drawn and the other one you did that's awesome too i use the kepi a lot on mine yeah so there's like well, 10 of
0: them. So, so like what go I, check it out what i've been seeing from people like just in general the one i've been seeing more on people's pictures is the one with the hockey stick through the heart I've been seeing that. That seems to be like the fan favorite, so to speak. But still, very excited that my work's out there. Keep in mind, there you know some more work in the future. Um, so
1: and I've seen, uh, and I've seen one of the things that that could be coming out. So it, it's so fucking cool. So I hope they're able to put yeah. it out there.
0: I, I hope so too. It's uh, I know if uh. I could probably talk a little bit about it. So if anyone's seen those off-the-draw poster things, um, I may have one of those coming out, um, you know, in the future, one or three. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, moving on a little bit to some more Blue Jackets news. Fifth line 5K happened uh, recently. Pretty cool. The finish line was inside the arena. Pretty dope. And today, why we're a little bit later than usual is so that I could catch the – Blue Jackets behind the battle before uh, before t- today's broadcast. We'll talk a little bit more about that either in an after dark Saturday or possibly um, next Wednesday too. They have a game Saturday, so we might maybe skip that. Maybe we'll we'll get some more guests and just shoot the shit about the you know about uh, the game and everything. Yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll do that. So, ah, uh, Kevin. So, I'm gotta ask you. And whether it's your opinion or maybe some like facts you can bring up to back it up too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll move on. We're, we're about to move on to like the meat of the of of the episode here. At yeah. least the first appetizer, because the meat will be coming a little bit later. Really? Um, so obviously, this year's not been too great. Yeah, I don't think that uh, anyone can argue that about, about that. It's just not been good. There have been some moments that have been great, but All we're right. fifth. Uh, we're fifteen, thirty-two, and four. With 34 points, we're literally 10 points behind the other person. So, uh, we're in the metropolitan division in last place with 34 points, and in the Atlantic division, which is part of the East Con- Eastern Conference, um, Montreal, who's an eighth, has 44 points. So, they're like 10, like you know, they're five games ahead of us right now, and they're in last place for their division. So, you know, what do you what, okay, other than other than injuries, yeah. because we all know that, and we can bring that up a bit too. That's yeah. fine. Other than injuries, man, what, where, like, where's the, where's the problem? Where's the dysfunction? This, it's not just a this year thing, but it's
1: always been like this with the Blue Jackets. Is for for as long as they've been in the Metropolitan oh, Division. That that division is so tough from top to bottom that it just it is. You know, it just you know spits you out and chews you out and sometimes that's bad, but sometimes you're better for it because if you come out of that, you're fine and you make the playoffs, you're much you're much better prepared for that because you were basically playing in a division where you're beating each other up. and that's that's still the same this year too, where you mentioned Montreal, oh, they're in last place, but they got more points and that's well, that's because well, they're not in the metropolitan <laughs> division. If you put Montreal in the Metropolitan Division, they would probably be in a similar situation as the Blue Jackets. And yes, I know, don't really say injuries. That has something to do with it.
0: Yeah, of course it does. There's no avoiding that. I mean, the way it's been this year.
1: Right. Um, But I think I also think, taking that aside, it's just, they're young. They're a young, up-and-coming team. And with there are going to be times because of that where you don't look very good. You're going to make some mistakes that are not good. But then on the flip side of that, because you're young, you're young, you're also kind of too stupid to know any better, which also means that you're going to make some good plays that you don't even, you know. Didn't even know. see happening. You're, you're just that athletic.
0: Good. And, and right. Good so,
1: yeah. it go- you know, so it's like you're going to see the dumb shit. But then you're going to see the good shit, and that's just part of being the young up-and-coming um, up team. And the common theme of these games that the Blue Jackets have been losing in more recent times is it's not that they're playing bad. It's just they have these little moments here and there yeah, where they slip Recently.
0: <laughs> up
1: or where they slip up, and then now you're down a goal or two, and it's like, well, and then you put yourself in a hole where you make it hard on yourself to dig out of that. And most of the time, they haven't been able to come back from that. There have been some games where they have been able to come back from those mistakes and win. But the issue being is that it's just been too much of that, where you you dug yourself in these holes and you don't give yourself really a chance to get out of it. And, you know, yeah. go back to the young thing, it's like you're leaving the goalies out to dry where they're getting 30, 40. Seconds, <laughs> right?
0: and yeah as, and then they're getting shit on by fans because they had literally had like 50 shots against them that night like yeah even if you like even if you like blocked 80 or 90 of those shots they're still going to make like five goals on you like shit yeah.
1: <laughs> and to and you got to credit you know Jonas kroposela elvis merzlikens and Demil tarasov when given the chance they've been good and helped the blue jackets win some games but they can only do so much so honestly right. that's what I think he's
0: been showing up. Big oh lately God, too.
1: He's been so great. Big time, big time. He's really, you know, the, he's really been the corpus Allo that showed up during the 2019, 2020 season. That was so good, especially in the playoffs against Toronto and Tampa Bay. That's the corpus Allo that you're seeing. So good. Been fun to watch. So in my opinion, that's, and I'm sure you could come up with other reasons as well. But I think my big thing is it really just comes down to just being, you know, young and, and inexperienced. Or you make dumb mistakes and sometimes you make plays that are awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I would agree with you in, in a lot of that. And also, I mean, we, we talked about injuries pretty much almost every episode, it seems like, this, uh, this season, which is um, just a uh, – of reality currently, and it sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. it started yeah. with uh line, then Danforth, then Warensky, or fuck those, whatever, it doesn't matter, they, they're both yeah. out <laughs> like yeah. the whole season. And Voracek, I mean, if you guys go watch the behind the battle today, they 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 go over some of that, you know, as well. It, those are our out our star players, Voracek has is taught is second place for most assists in a season ever only behind artemi panarin right for the blue jackets yeah and so you know when once we start missing that i mean yeah so we have you know rozovic uh, uh, showing up with the assist he's second in assist uh behind you know john Goodrow who's absolutely been uh, a shining light this this season for us and whatnot but um you're right we're, we're young um We'll look at a little bit of stats here, uh, here in just a second. But I want to discuss something that's maybe more opinion-based, and that is the coaching. Um, you know, there's one more year, like uh, like York Swag Last uh, episode mentioned, there's one more year in his contract. It doesn't necessarily make sense for him to be moved so quickly. You know, it's his second year, and and Yarmo did not call it a. Um, he did not call it uh, a re. Um, he, he didn't call it a uh, man. What's the word I'm looking for? Dang, I just I, I was just yeah. thinking it in blue. He called this a rebuild, a rebuild. So, like, um, I'm sorry, no, 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 he didn't call it a rebuild, he called it a restart, a restart. Like, so, like, going like completely trying to get your blank slate as much as possible. We did that when we got rid of uh, Fulino, Atkinson, uh, Savard, uh, you know. Uh, Jones yeah like that 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 was our hard reset basically yes we kept some core members we had to they're just too good to give up and they have they're they were younger at the time and still pretty young um and I just I don't think like necessarily the coaching is bad we I we we would heard a little bit of grumblings that maybe weren't like like correct like remember earlier in the season good branson mentioned like oh no one knows, knows what they're doing in drills and shit well, I, I think that meant more or less that like the players themselves were just like not stepping up to the plate as much as maybe that they would hoped to at the same time yeah. good branson a former player i could see him being maybe more of a of a players coach and maybe letting and and maybe knowing how this year has was going to go early on um or after the injuries and then maybe where we're at now maybe um you know he's uh, uh. What else can you be but like be like resigned to the fact that it is what it is. It's nothing else, but it is what it is. Um, so like I don't know. All the complaints with the coaching. I mean, realistically, I feel like the only complaint I could uh, think of realistically right now is the the goaltender coaching. Um, specifically with Elvis Merzlikens and and possibly. Um, uh, but that leads me into the next uh, little bit a little bit about this about what where is like how what's going on with them too. I think the morale at a certain point the morale tanked when they lost eight That was a big blow. When they lost Ruenzi, huge. When they wa- lost well Ruenzi and Danforth, huge. When they lost Voracek, I feel like that is truly when the whole team was like just deflated. Cuz I was That's a fan. Like I was like shit like, I was almost – like, I was more bothered by that than the actual losses themselves, you know, because the losses are – I'm still going to support my team. Yeah. I, I, wins are more fun. Um, you know, it's just uh, one of the more more unfortunate things uh, this year that, that happened. I mean, you just can't avoid talking about injuries. Yeah. just can't. Um, so, anyway, let's look at some stats real quick just to um, see, like, really who's bringing to the table this year. Um, as you – as you all can see um, on the video broadcast, I will uh, expi- try to explain this well for the audio listeners as well. Um, I have up here um, hockeyreference.com, and I have the Columbus Blue Jackets listed by points. Um, You've
1: used it many times to yes. point out for Jack to be a positive thing for Jack Ross, like when people yeah. unnecessarily shit on him.
0: And to be 100% fair, he has four goals this year, Right, but also – Looking at his past and past stats, he has uh, done better like as the year goes on, and in the right. second half of the season uh, especially, yep. doing better with shots. Um, I I think he's more than made up with that with assists. I mean, you put Roslovic on a line with like, you know, he's a center. You put him on a line with uh, with so many of our other wingers. I mean, he's passing it to them, getting them the goal. Uh, you know, he when was- he does take shots, he it's not good. That's fine. Okay.
1: Rossovic was on the line when it was on the line with Johnny Gaudreau and Patrick Lyon, They got the hat trick in Detroit.
0: Right, like, 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 so, like, how do you even, you know, like, equate that to missing goals? Um, because then on the flip side, we have Kirill Marchenko who has 13 goals and no assists. So it's like, why don't we just put these two guys on the line together? Put Roslovik and Marchenko on a line. So Rosie can just assist him all day, you know. But and, and, and um, from
1: Marchenko, it's not necessary. I've seen him pass the puck and try to make some pretty passing plays, and there have been some pretty oh, sure. passing plays. Yeah. So it's not from it's not that he's not trying, he is. It's just that they're not the passes he's passing the players are not going in. And when he's shooting it, it's going in generally. <laughs> so, you know. right.
0: Um and uh so like uh real quick, like I wanna talk about points. Uh so behind Roslovic is Boone Jenner, who has eight less games. So I'm not even gonna consider that as being worse because he does have eight less games. If he would have been in those eight games, he would have he would probably have more points than Roslovik. But here's two other players that have the same forty eight games that Roslovic has. And the first one I, I don't wanna I guess this is more of a plus for for Kent Johnson than it is a knock on Rosovic at all is – or a knock on him, I mean. A knock on Kent Johnson, I mean. He has 48 games, and he's got 24 points. But, like, isn't it weird that, like, uh, a new guy that hasn't had – that had on average, less time on the ice than a a veteran like Gustav Nyquist, who has 22 points. That's five points behind Rosovic. That's two points behind Johnson. And, which, realistically, that's only – Two assists, extra that Johnson has over him, but it's not twenty-three assists. You know, like so. These top seven, eight—I mean, shit. I—I will go to as far as saying, uh, other than the defenseman, these top um, ten guys are not necessarily the the issue. Uh, I'll read them off real quick for the audio listeners. Number one, and this this is just solely based on just points. Uh, I've seen other metrics thrown around there too whatever points are f- final, you know, other than being a defenseman, there's, you know, there are other metrics you can use. So real quick, Johnny Gaudreau, Line, a, Rozovic, Jenner, Johnson, Nyquist, Marchenko, Chinikov, and at number 10 coming in uh, with 12 points is Eric Robinson. Um, and uh, keep in mind that, I mean, a couple of these guys have a lot less games than everyone else. Line a has 36 games. There's only one, one single blue jacket left that has played every single game. you know who that is, Kev? Oh, that would be Johnny Gaudreau. It is Johnny Gaudreau with 51 games played, the only one on the entire team. Uh two people come close to that and that is uh Gavrikov and Goodbranson. They both clock in at 50 games apiece. Uh most everyone else has about uh 48, 49, whatever. Um
1: Nyquist would have been one of those guys if he didn't get hurt.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh you know, and I even think yeah. Definitely. Um, Same with like Blanks, dude. I I love the dude, but like, I really want to see him like play. He just and like I want to see him play more, and he's not being able to play more because he keeps hurting himself.
1: I think he needs to learn that you're a smaller dude, and you have to play a certain way, and you can't take the hits that other people can't take.
0: Or like pick and choose your moments, right? You know, like you don't have to go um, peddled with the metal at 100% of the time, you know, maybe 60 or 70, especially this season. Like why, you know, like the, it's whatever, like you don't have when to. The,
1: when the hard. Blue Jackets had smaller guys like Artemi Panarin and Cam Atkinson, and you saw them do the same thing. They knew that they were smaller dudes and they couldn't necessarily play the same way as other people. So they picked their moments and learned how to take hits that they can take.
0: Yeah, same with Goudreau, dude. He yeah. I've not seen him. I've I've only seen him like take like two hits the whole season. Yeah. He is just like he is so nimble in, on his feet, and is such a fast skater. He's just able to like like wiggle his way out of out of the way like every time. Kent Johnson should learn something from him for that because yeah. Kent's a little light yet too. So that's just my yeah. two cents on stats and just how you know specifically. The points are showing things. Uh, I mean, we can talk about the defenders um, and how everyone wants to blame Eric Goodbranson. Yes, he's got a negative 20, sure. Um, Liam Foody has a minus 18 as well. I mean, that's like two lowest on the team. Um, but that's also because he's out there it's one of the most. Um, you know, so our top three defenders in points right now are Gabrikop and Goodbranson and Boquist. They all have 10 points apiece. So, like, they are contributing. They are there. And I think good Branson just needs maybe a little bit more time to, like, gel properly with the team. But he's been looking, as the seasons go on, he's just been looking better and better. So who who holds the blame here? I don't think it's one specific person. I think maybe it's, uh, you know, Larson, yes, it's only his second year, so he is a bit newer of a coach, working with a young and injured team. Um, along with uh, you know, just some bad luck. <laughs> I mean the injuries really just play a huge part in it. And and then also then the morale getting to that. I feel like lately the morale has been better. And I, I would hope so. And it's you know it's to the point where like basically we're like almost mathematically eliminated from the, the playoff contention by any any means. Like we had a little literally have to like win every single game from tomorrow on and like and certain people would have to lose a couple. Right, like it's just not going to happen this year. So we need to start looking forward. So I want to talk a little bit about um, some rookies, some prospects, and possibly some new drafts. Um, I'll bring up another web page for this real quick. So uh, throw me some names that you're excited for coming up, even even if they're on, if it's like if they're rookies on the team currently. Uh, You know, just tell me who you're excited about. Um, Yeah,
1: really in terms of some of the big stories that this has been reported a lot recently is that uh, one of the top Russian prospects that the Blue Jackets have, Dmitry Varankov, he is expected to come over next season. So that's really something to see is when he comes over – what are the blue jackets going to do with him are they going to send him to the minors like they did with krill marchenko or are they going to let him play right away or are they going to put have him do the development camp traverse city training camp the preseason game you know the whole yeah. bet the whole bet so that'll be something interesting to see how you know how that goes a little story uh, on Dmitry Varankov, he's 6'4", 200-plus pounds. He's a center. He can also play the wing, but he's mostly a center. And he is seen as a bigger, better version of Boone Jenner. A dude mm-hmm. that
0: can, he's a first center?
1: Uh, he's he's projected. He's a guy that can, he's, at NHL level he's seen as a third or fourth line guy, but he's That's a fair. But it, over in Russia, he's been playing first-line minutes. So, so to me, that shows that he's got versatility, that he can play first-line or third or fourth-line if you need him to play like that. Right so,
0: on. How old is he? Do you know?
1: 20, is it 20? He's like in his 20s. He is a fourth-round draft pick from 2019. And so he's, he's been, been part... Yeah,
0: 2021 probably.
1: Um, there's been that, like the two... There's been the three big Russian prospects that the Blue Jackets have had. It's been Kril Marchenko, Danil Tarasov, and Dmitry Varankov. I mean,
0: Those, don't forget technically Chinikov though. I mean, but he is an NHL player Chynikov. now. He's and not Chynikov. a prospect anymore.
1: And, but no, but you're right. And Chynikov,
0: the And uh, Denton Matechuk.
1: From a right. Russian standpoint. From is a he Russian? Russian,
0: Russian? Matechuk.
1: I don't know. But... My point being is that the Blue Jackets have had four prospects that are rushing that they've waited on for a bit here. They have four of them, and no, they have three of them. And Kopf is the as for now he's the final one that they've been waiting to come over. And when he does, it's going to be great to see because he's seen as a better, ver- a bigger, slightly be- you know better version of Boone Jenner. Do you know offense, defense, penalty killing, score goals, power play, stuff like that
0: you know boone's nothing to sneeze at he's he may gone. not be considered a first line center but
1: he does a good job
0: at he's, it he's really good i mean yeah. he i just he's he's stepped up to play so well this year i'm absolutely proud that that man is our captain i mean right. absolutely stoked um absolutely. so i was wrong that uh, the mate last night his name threw me off oh, he's canadian <laughs> okay. okay
1: so the Blue Jackets do have other Russian prospects. They have uh Nikolai Markov, he's a defenseman, but there's still he's still a long way to go. And they also have a uh, Dolchenkov, who they just picked in last year's draft. He's a real big he's like 6'7", 240, and a dude that can seen as a guy that can score, but those guys are a long way off. So really the big Russian prospect to look at right now to be excited for
0: Tenkov, that's who you said, right?
1: Is yeah, Dmitry really? Varonkov.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I'm talking about uh, the other guy you just mentioned. Oh, uh, I yeah, know yeah, you mentioned, yeah, yeah, Yes. Uh, yes. Varankov, but, uh, yes, Uh Kirill Dolsenkov.
1: Yes. So Sergey Ivanov. That's Oh, yeah, that's another. They have three Russian Goldkeeper. prospects after Varankov that will come over eventually. But for now, Varankov is the guy to look forward yeah, to.
0: Yeah, I saw that. that so I, someone I'm personally a little bit interested in just a bit because I haven't seen him yet. Um, is uh, Lane Pederson? <laughs> Let's see. I want to see him on the team, man. I want to see what, uh, what happens. Immigration that issues
1: in. keep getting in the way. Yeah.
0: I'm so, su- I I'd be surprised if it's not like that's uh, not already fixed and they just haven't mentioned it yet or something. Right. Just because, like, but
1: you are absolutely right, Happy Duck. That's another thing. He's seen as a good third line, fourth line guy. I'm interested to see how you know Kirill Martenko. He's been playing good. Can he keep that going? Ken Johnson. Can he keep that going?
0: Can John- Chinikoff come Chinikoff. back healthy, please, dear God? I want Chinikov back.
1: And the Honestly, thing is about Chinikov is when he was playing this season, he was playing really good, especially on that second line. So it'd be interesting to see if he can keep that going. Can right. Johnny, yeah, can Johnny Gaudreau keep his play going? There's again, can um, Elvis Merzlikens, he's been better as late. Can he keep that going? You know, it's can he keep that going?
0: Are we going to keep him?
1: And that's another thing: is are the Blue Jackets going to keep Jonas Korpasalo? I said on the podcast last week that he may price himself out of a contract because it's a good play, too expensive. expensive. And then uh, Vladislav Gavrkov, obviously, we've talked about this a lot on the show before. Uh, is he, you know, is he going to get traded? And if he does get traded, what are the Blue Jackets going to get for him? And just a lot of fun stuff and to look forward up? to.
0: Yeah. Uh, like personally a couple like uh, prospects I'm really looking forward to here. Um, you may have mentioned some of these. I, I may have just mention some of them too. Um specifically, I have uh five written down here. Um that's your David Yurchek, yep. defenseman, Denton Matechuk, defenseman, uh Luca del Balbule blues, yeah. center <laughs> and who can forget wait, is this only four? Uh, Jordan, do like, I obviously, if you, if you, if you're watching here on, on, on YouTube or on Twitter, uh, Twitter, wherever, uh, you, you have, you see me have this pulled up and those are literally like the, the top, uh, four, top, uh, yeah, five. Oh, the ones threw me off. Cause that's the round. So we had two first round picks last year. That's right. Okay. Um, so these are the, the top five prospects that are listed here on elite And, um. I'm just I'm absolutely stoked, and the way that last year went for the for the Blue Jackets, I feel, um, you know, we didn't get a, you know, a top three pick, so um, we, got we, got two, like we got a six, we got six, well, we got two first rounds. You're right, and oh. so I, as much as this year sucked, it's un, it's undeniable it sucked. As yep. much as it was unfortunate, and we. We're trending that way from last year anyway. I I believe in the direction Yarmo's taking us. Yep. He's been in, in this business for a decade and he was at what, St. Louis Blues even before the Blue Jackets.
1: And a lot of those guys he picked for the Blues helped him win the Stanley Cup.
0: Exactly. He wasn't there to reap the benefit, but he planted the seeds. And that's what I feel like I'm seeing now. He does not call it a rebuild, he called it a reset. A rebuild might take you you know one or two years a reset could take you three or four yeah. you know but the thing is are we going to get relevant enough that we're still that we're competitive when line is on the tail end of his contract you know we, i mean we're, we're guaranteed uh Goudreau for many more years and um yeah. and some of the other guys but specifically line a, are can we make him happy can we can we get him competitive in, in the playoffs you know specifically for him um
1: Something also to consider is the most recent string of success that the Blue Jackets have had, 2013-2014, make the playoffs. From 2016-2017 season to 2019-2020 season, who was the guy that helped build that up to that? It was Yarmo and JD. So between the Blues and that, he knows what he's doing. He has a track record, and he's on, on pace to do it again. So he knows what he's doing. He's shown he can do it. And I absolute
0: shit. Totally forgot to do a ad read. Okay, real quick, I'm gonna interrupt this and we'll get right back to this. I have not one; I actually have two ad reads for you this week. Um, so sorry if that bothers you, but it absolutely helps us out a ton. Gotta um, do it. Gotta,
1: gotta do it, to our it. friends. I'm do
0: doing it because our uh, our partner, the Hockey Podcast Network, is very good to us. I appreciate them. And uh, I'll see you on the other side of this little clip. (laughs) Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern uh, to see what prop bet will be boosted. Um, You know, we talked about this a tiny little bit last week because we're doing these, these football ads. Uh, personally, I, I mean, I, with my heart, I'm going to bet on the Eagles. Yeah. With my, with my mind, watching Mahomes, play, like, I mean, I, it's amazing he's able to play on the ankle at all.
1: Like, what's he up with a, that? He did a Nick Blankenberg.
0: He not only did it, but then he he won. Yeah. And you know, maybe there was some lacking in the offensive line for the Bengals. Maybe you know, definitely. I've been yeah, watching yeah, Bengals and Bruce, yeah. our sister podcast. Check them out. Bengals and Bruce, they're pretty cool. Um. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just, you know, I'm excited for the Eagles personally. Uh, so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. And here's the one I messed up last, last time. I'm so sorry to Raycon because Raycon's wonderful. Check out their, their sick logo up here in the top left corner of the – uh, or the podcast um, for your audio listeners out there. Um, sorry but um, so this time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time pretty unrealistic. I've actually found that the smallest changes to your team can make the biggest impact in the same uh, in the same way. You don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be a part of a big change if it's something you use every day like raycons um yeah i i listen to music almost all the time like pretty much all like every most of the day every day i i work with music on just in the background like real quiet sometimes but um you know raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can build great habits without breaking the bank listen to some audiobooks i'm currently you know i'm starting a new job here soon i'm listening to some audiobooks uh, on on sales and presentation um you know you can listen to anything um whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds low latency gaming headphones which is a big thing that's why i'm currently not wearing ones any wireless ones for my pc because i need the wire for latency issues um raycon could help with that uh or you're looking for a speaker with a battery that'll last all night at your next party raycon's got you covered and yep Raycon starts at half the price of other premium audio brands. I won't name them to be rude, but they're very popular Um, and half the price of them. So uh, you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each, a pair or a spare and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Uh, Even if you know you love your Raycon uh, as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. Uh, They offer buy now, pay later options. Financing headphones. Um, every purchase uh, has an easy and free return guarantee. Uh, some of my favorite... Some of my favorites... I have these written down here. Sorry, I wrote some of these. Um, I have to read them back off. Uh, some of my favorite uh, features are the uh, the tap functions. You know, that's something that's super, you know, un, you, you might not think about it with other headphones, but, you know, being able to tap forward, uh, you know, pause, adjust the... The volume without having to get your phone back out it was pretty handy. The noise isolation is great, um, often, you know, especially when you're on like a bus uh, or you know, a, like an airplane or something. Noise isolation is absolutely great. Um, and then the crystal clear quality, uh, call quality. Uh, it's that's a must have for me. I'm on the phone a lot with uh, with what I do for you know my day job. Um, and uh, <laughs> hell yeah, Kevin, CBJ all the way. Love the comments.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> So that's just a, a couple things. Also, 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 they're water and sweat resistance, resistant. So like you can have you're working out. I mean, I'm not 100% how like water, it's just, it doesn't say waterproof, it says water resistant. So I'm not sure you can dive in a lake with them, but um, being resistant to that sweat is is, is crucial. So uh, ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's slash thpn to score fifteen percent off. Use code thpn. You can use code thpn on DraftKings. Do some bets, especially if you're here in Ohio with me. We just got sports betting legalized at the beginning of the year. I, from what I've been seeing on the internet, it's been a wild ride for some people. Don't only only bet what you can afford to lose. hundred percent. That's you know. See, I have disclaimers in all, like everywhere that this is posted. Check out those disclaimers. If, if you have a gambling problem, please, please, uh, you know, reach out to somebody to, to get some help with that because yeah. that can be dangerous. It's just as addicting as uh, as many other things as I'm about to hit my vape.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good, hefty duck. That, it is true. Uh,
0: so... Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not going to share any more stats here for a bit. Well, let's just uh, let's wrap it up. So I meant to do that a little bit more in the mid-roll slot. Uh, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. We get, once we get talking on something, you know, we just kind of go – we just dive into it sometimes. Uh, I love, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. chatting about the Blue Jackets with you, Kev. Yeah, um, we're, pretty,
1: we're pretty good at that.
0: So June 8th and 9th is when the next draft is coming up. I haven't looked at prospects, uh, draft prospects yet, but I'm sure once we get a little bit closer to that, we'll talk more about draft prospects um because they're young and they're out there and we all know we all know some of the top prospects already but it, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get there yeah, so uh coming up for the blue jackets they have a uh, a back-to-back with the toronto maple leafs this yep. weekend uh they're gonna be away the 10th right
1: no oh my oh
0: yeah, that's right. They're doing the hockey for everyone Friday the tenth at the uh, Maple Leafs game. If uh, if that's something that interests you, check out that. Uh, I know like, a lot of people are are, are, are like really interested in, in the hockey for everyone. So you yeah. know, you check it out. It's it's good for everyone. <laughs> um,
1: Better nights the Blue Jackets do every year. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so there'll be uh the Leafs at home on the tenth, and the Leafs away on the eleventh. So Friday and Saturday. So we may be a little bit worn out. I mean, the the after darks are kind of just like a bonus plus anyway. So uh, we may do one here. Uh, you know, this weekend. Like I'm gonna, uh, we'll see. Keep keep posted on, on our social medias. Um, and if Twitter is broken still or whatever, check us out on Facebook. Uh, we're a, I don't post as often there, but like if Twitter's down, that's where we're gonna be. You know, hundred yeah. percent. Um, or check out our Discord. Um, You can find some announcements there. Uh, the more people we get in, in there, the more active it is, the more announcements there will be specifically in Discord. So check it out. Yeah, um, do the
1: Discord thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, So there's just one other game between now and next Wednesday when we will be back here, right? There's only one other game for the Blue Jackets, and that is Valentine's Day night against the <laughs> the Devils. So we finally get New Jersey in our home. And we're gonna yeah. I, I, if I if I go to that game, which I don't have tickets currently, so I'm not really planning on it. But if I were there, I would probably boo them every single time a single player from their team touched the puck. <laughs> Jack, absolutely, I just I don't want I don't know what's up. Uh, I saw. Um, okay, I'll I'll call him out. So uh, at fire the cannon, I believe your name uh, Jason on on Twitter. Good
1: at guy. fire the cannon.
0: Good guy. Um, Good guy. He posted a question earlier this week to Twitter, and he was like, "Who has uh, or it was, he retweeted something. It was like, who is the most annoying fan base? And generally, most people say the Leafs, because they're like uh, they're like the they're like Cowboys fans. Like, there's tons of them for whatever reason. You're not really exactly sure why, but like apparently it's Canada's team. Where like you know the Cowboys are like America's team. Like I don't re- I could never. Um, yeah. So, but this year, this year it's been the Devils, 100% like Calgary hasn't even been as obnoxious because at least Calgary lost a player. Yeah. New Jersey had no horse in this, in this race. I don't understand. Like,
1: I, I yeah, they got the weird obsession with Johnny Gaudreau and people automatic. And I've seen this with Patrick Kane. He's from Buffalo and people automatically <laughs> assume that because he's from Buffalo, that he wants to go to Buffalo and play for the Sabres, which may or may not be the case. And it's a similar thing with Johnny Coutreau. They go, oh, he's from New Jersey. He must want to play for New Jersey, which at that time may may or may not have been the case. But now it's been proven that, no, he didn't want to do that. He wanted to play for the Blue Jackets. And they have this weird obsession with them. It's like that was back in like July. And now it's February. And you're still talking about it. Weird flex. What are you doing? Just move on. Drop it and move on with your life, you know?
0: Right. Because it's it's just sad. It's just kind of sad like just get over it i don't know what else to tell you it's it's hockey's a business suck it up <laughs> this is your first season or something like damn i mean with all the bandwagon fans around i wouldn't be surprised for some anyway i'm about to just straight talk talk shit completely about their fan base so i'll, I'll try to avoid it a little bit because we, we do have friends in, in their fan base we got um you know the uh, some of the other uh, the hockey podcast network podcasts which uh check them out for um all sorts of Great hockey podcast from any team you want to the entire NHL to us. The, yeah, One of the best on there. That's right, baby. Uh, we have, there's also some other Blue Jackets podcasts on there that are, are fantastic as well. Check them out. I, I love uh, chatting with all of them. So we mentioned hockey for everyone. Then the last little thing we'll talk about today, i will try to keep it a little short and sweet for you, is um so February 21st uh, is the Cannonball at cosi have you i know you don't live in columbus or even ohio but have you ever been to cosi do you know what it is
1: yeah it's it's like a big science museum
0: pretty much yeah yeah yeah. it's um it's uh what do they call it something yeah it's it's it's, the the c-o-s-i stands for something i I don't remember exactly what it stands for but the s stands for science um And it's uh, you know I haven't been there since I was uh, younger and probably junior high or high school and it is, but then it was fantastic I can only imagine it's gotten cooler now but I think you know they have an event center so I'm not sure it's going to be like inside Cosi uh, maybe I'm wrong yeah. that'd be cool shit if yeah. it was.
1: I I know about that because I know it's supposed. I've heard of it. I know it's supposed to be good, and many of my Columbus friends have gone there.
0: Oh yeah, if uh, you know, next time you're in town um, for for a game or in Ohio for whatever, you know, if if you get like a few hours of a day where you don't like where you have the time for it, definitely check it out. It's super cool. Um, I mean, it's just one of those things like uh, like about Columbus that like a lot of people don't know about. I don't even want to get. Started about the Columbus hate here because we'll we'll end up going another <laughs> half hour in this episode. That's, and, that's and, like
1: another two hours there. you know? <laughs> I
0: mean, yeah, I I saw something the other day. Uh, oh no, I actually posted this the other day. So sorry if I offended anyone. You not? I don't give a shit. Um, I said uh, I said welcome to Ohio sports where everyone hates us and well, we all we always suck. Like we don't always suck, but according to everybody else, we suck hundred percent of the time. We're absolutely oh, horrible. Yeah. going from the north all the way to the south you know people are ragging on the Bengals and they got like the literal semi-finals of the playoffs right like yeah no only four teams made it there that means like every other team blew it so they're worse obviously you're you're
1: ripping on the Bengals when they just have like two of the greatest two of the greatest seasons they've ever had like come on now
0: right and (laughs) even if you're a chiefs or, or an eagles fan you have to admit that like they did a good run this year you know and Anyway, so and then even to like you know the well the Reds, I'm not gonna comment on there. Sorry, dude. Uh, You know people showing on the Browns too, uh, which I mean, that doesn't bother me in the no,
1: but and you are forever. absolutely right. It is a weird obsession of just taking a poop on Ohio thing when it's not necessarily the case. And it's just like you know, how about actually giving it a chance and coming to Ohio? You'll figure out <laughs> it's actually not that bad, and there's a lot of cool shit here and fun stuff to do. Yeah. I, I've done that myself. <laughs>
0: I saw someone mention that Ohio and specifically Columbus is a is one, is a fantastic place to live. It's one of the best places, uh, you know, very great quality of life, uh, cheaper than many other metropolitan areas. Yeah. But it's maybe not the best place to visit, which I get that. There's no, I, you know, you come to Ohio, maybe you go to like um, Cedar Point because that has the best roller coasters in the world. Um, you know, hands down.
1: Or something.
0: Yeah, and you go to, like, whatever. But, like, I mean, dude, spend some time. Like, if you ever get the chance, spend some time around the campus area. There's so much shit, cool shit to do. So much great food. The food I scene's phenomenal anymore. I mean, um,
1: I've been to Columbus, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Dayton, Toledo, uh, Canton.
0: I've been everywhere. <laughs> well, the Ohio version of that. Yeah. Dude, I might have to make one. I might have to make one of these days. You know,
1: it, 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 you know like I've been a lot of places in the
0: Oh yeah, did you go to the? Um, is that did you go to the football hall of fame there?
1: Yeah, so I went to the, I
0: because that's like like literally twenty five minutes to a half hour from me.
1: Yeah, so uh, my dad in December two thousand nineteen, he got laid off from his job and he got a big severance package. So he just decided to use some of that for a big Ohio trip and did show in January, 2020 we did Cincinnati and then up to Columbus to see the blue jackets and Ohio state hockey. Then we went to Canton for the pro football hall of fame. And, yeah. you know, there was, we did stuff in Maslin, and, you know, a whole bunch of other places. And then we just stopped in Indiana for the night and we finished up the drive the next day back home to Illinois. And there's, you know, a lot of, uh, Fun, you know, a lot of fun stuff. So, like, I'm the guy that's done Ohio. Like, I've basically done a lot of it. So, like, trust me, I, Ohio's got some cool shit. You
0: gotta come see uh, Ohio Amish country, where I live. We have more cheese houses here than any other county in Ohio. Oh, we God. have more, I mean, there's more Amish living in this area in, in such a small area than anywhere else in the world. Including Pennsylvania, including wherever you think this has the record setting, and it's not even a cool record, like that kind of sucks, honestly. (laughs) This is horse shit on the roads everywhere. Um, yeah, but Amish, it's beautiful out here, especially in the fall. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to moving to Columbus here uh, myself. Uh, here, uh, hopefully, after this new job goes well for a few months, but that is it for us tonight. I Really appreciate y'all. Uh, Kev, say your piece.
1: All right. I will say my piece, Hefty Duck. Okay. So, Uni Blue Soldiers, check it out. We're a fun Blue Jackets-themed group that cheers on the Blue Jackets, and we do marches to cheer on the Blue Jackets. Last two times we've done it with the Blue Jackets, we've been featured on TV, radio, internet, the newspaper, and so much more. So, follow Uni Blue Soldiers on all social media platforms and check out Uni Blue Soldiers right here. Check it out. Check it out right here. Anyways. And one last thing. Do you like beer? And if you like beer, and you like the Blue Jackets.
0: Brews.
1: Yes, yes. We're called the Brew Jackets, so here's the beer part of the show right here. So, (laughs) do you like hockey? Do you like beer? And if the answer is yes to those questions, try Union Soldier, the new Blue Jackets-themed beer for Union Blue Soldiers made by Endeavor Brewing. It's four bucks a can at our bar. It's available at many places in and around Columbus at many stores, many bars and go to Endeavor Brewing. You can get it on tap or four pack or a case. I brought it uh, a four, uh four cases of this back home to my family and friends in Illinois. They love it. You can love it too. So try out union soldier uh, today. Just, just, just do it. Just do it. Follow True Blue Jackets things, and just you know, Union Blue Soldiers. Check it out and do Union Soldier. Anyways, I'm done.
0: So, uh, don't forget to check out the Blue Jackets on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, uh, YouTube, especially YouTube. That's like where we, we want to eventually get our main platform over to YouTube, and, and really just do everything there as much as possible. So don't forget to you know smash the like button, subscribe, whatever. Um, you know, you don't have to, there's no joining because we don't, we don't make you pay for anything with us, but any means, um, but check it out. We're, uh, you know, we're everywhere on the web. Uh, we're everywhere that you can find podcasts, uh, audio wise, uh, Spotify, Apple, whatever you use, we're there guaranteed. Uh, then also, yeah, check us out on Twitter. We're at brew jackets pod on Twitter and, uh, I post some- some funny shit sometimes maybe it's not so funny to some people people get pissed at me i don't care <laughs> it's whatever to me honestly you could take her to leave it oh. i'm like
1: that i'm like that with the union blue soldiers people say oh i don't like that union blue soldiers post this or post that it's like well you know too bad oh well
0: but you don't have to like it <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I hard like you post that too, but it is what it's. you just got um,
0: yeah, I have a hard time when people are just ripping unnecessarily on on Blue Jackets, especially when they're ripping on like their their per, their physical appearance. That's absolutely uncalled for. All of you uh, out there who have ever mentioned Johnny Gaudreau um, uh, looking like shit in that one interview, which he looked fine. There's a one picture. All, all of you out there, the people who I saw, "Oh, he looks so fucking skinny." Blah, blah, blah. fuck you. All right. Get out of here. I don't want to hear it. Stop commenting on people's personal appearance. All right. Because you're makes you pretty awful of a person. So, um, yeah, that's my two cents on that. Uh, I am Lance, also known as Hefty Duck. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hefty Duck. Uh, check us out. We think we're pretty cool. And we yeah. hope you think we're pretty cool as well. But we will see you soon. Yeah.